The opinions expressed by Karen Scott Mims and the guests on this podcast are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this podcast platform. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information that's considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risks and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as a recommendation appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor whom you have specifically retained to determine if it's suitable for your specific situation. This podcast is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subjects covered. Investment advisory services are offered through Brookstone Capital Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Harbor Point Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and dependent agents. Income regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Income regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance products and guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Brookstone Capital Management. Most people simply ignore taxation through the four phases of your wealth. Instead of understanding the three tax buckets, you arrive at retirement with a huge 401k in the tax-deferred bucket and ignore the taxable and, most importantly, the tax-free bucket. How can the middle-class millionaire, average Joe and Jane, be so unprepared about how to protect their wealth using tax loopholes like the wealthy one percenters do? Easy. Welcome to the Tax Smart Tax Zero podcast. This is a show about tax-free wealth. Financial advisors sell rate of return. Annuity salesmen sell what else? Annuities. And part-time tax preparers sell a 1040 to submit on April 15th. But the real goal is to implement strategic tax planning. We invite you to take the journey and explore the path to the 0% tax bracket. It's time to divorce Uncle Sam from your wealth. And now, your host, noted tax attorney and private wealth strategist, Karen Scott Mims, Esquire. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Tax Efficient Retirement Planning Show. I am your host, Karen Scott Mims. Thank you so much for joining us today. Well, We have an absolutely fabulous show for you today. Our show is entitled Blueprint of a Safe Money Millionaire. I'm going to start by asking a question. Why is the United States having such a problem in solving the COVID-19 crisis? We're not a third world country. Instead, we are the richest country in the world. We are a nation of smart, intelligent, and educated people. We operate based on math, scientific data, and logic not questionable thoughts. I dare say, if given the opportunity, we would choose safety. We would choose a rational scientific approach versus probability. So with that being said, let me introduce you to our two couples, you know, my favorites, Sam and Susie, and their next door neighbors, Average Joe and Jane. Just a couple of middle-class millionaires who are trying to get answers to some very important questions. Well, one of the questions that I had for them was how COVID-19 was affecting them. How was it affecting them from a health perspective, from an economic perspective, i.e. employment, and from a financial perspective, i.e. their portfolio? And so it was very interesting. They each said to me, although they were not personally affected from a health standpoint, Sam did have some news to share with me. Something we had talked about maybe about a month ago, but unfortunately, it had come to fruition. Last month, Sam had shared with me that there had been some rumors at his job that they were going to make some drastic changes. And unfortunately, 
everyone at Sam's company, about 1,500 people, received an email last Monday that wasn't so pleasant. In summary, the email said, there are going to be about a third of the workforce that are going to face outright termination. There is about a third of the force that's going to remain at work, but they're going to have a 50% decrease in pay. And then there's a third that are going to be furloughed for about a nine-month period. But when they come back, we think that the decrease in pay is only going to be about 25%. Okay, that's pretty interesting. So Sam, all this time, has been working from home, and he has some pretty interesting thoughts about it. Number one, he says that he works much longer hours, and of course, there's no additional pay for that. Number two, he says that he doesn't have any boundaries. Because there's no travel time to and from work, he tends to work on many occasions between 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And the other thing that he says is that he had to be honest, he felt that it was a lot more stress working from home and perhaps under these circumstances than he had ever experienced before. So while he gets a chance to eat healthier, that's not quite making up for it. And so let's talk about the reason that Sam is having fear. Isn't the fear that Sam is experiencing, isn't it really due to a lack of control? Because let's think about it. Sam is not in control of his employer's decision or which category his employer is going to place him in. He's not in control of the portfolio as currently constructed. He's not in control of his tax liability. And by the way, when I said that Sam is not in control of his portfolio as currently constructed, he did, of course, remind me that earlier in March, he suffered a 30% loss in the portfolio. So I should mention that Sam and Susie have qualified tax-deferred funds of $1.9 million. And that, unfortunately, represents 90% of their liquid wealth. So not in control of his employer's decision, not in control of the portfolio, not in control of his tax liability. And so it seems like, from all accounts, I feel like Sam is using hope as a plan, right? And so it goes a little something like this. I hope my employer places me in the second group, which would mean that I stay at work, but I receive a 50% pay cut. I hope that I don't lose any more money in the portfolio because that 30% hit that I took earlier in March, that was a bit scary. And then the other thing that I feel is part of Sam's hope as a plan is that I hope I get into a position where, okay, I can somehow get rid of this partnership that I have with the IRS, and I hope that perhaps I can even do what's necessary, can I, to get into the 0% tax bracket. In case you have just joined us, you are, of course, listening to another episode of Tax Smart Tax Zero, The Path to the 0% Tax Bracket. I am your host, Karen Scott Mims, tax attorney, registered investment advisor, representative, accountant, estate planner, and certainly my favorite role, private wealth and tax strategist. Our show for today is entitled Blueprint of a Safe Money Millionaire. 
Now, it's interesting. You've heard me talk before about the accumulation stage, the preservation stage, the distribution stage, and the legacy stage. You know, in accumulation, it's all about growing your wealth. Preservation, it's about preserving it and keeping it. In distribution, it's about how do we have a tax-efficient withdrawal strategy. And the legacy stage is about how do we transfer that wealth. So I'll say a couple of facts. Fact number one. Tax planning through the four phases of wealth is absolutely critical. Fact number two, tax planning through the four stages of retirement is more critical and is more dangerous if you haven't performed it. So let's just take Sam as an example, of course. So Sam is age 62. And so I always say that clearly the period between ages 52 and 62 is a very definite period that you need to course correct and make some changes. But I will also say that the period between age 62 and 72 is going to be where the strategic planning is absolutely going to be necessary because that's what we call the sweet spot, right? Sam assumes that he is going to retire at age 65 and he assumes that that is going to be important to him and that's the right age to retire, he quotes some things to me. He says, Karen, I understand that I can take Social Security anywhere between age 62 and 70. I understand that I can take Medicare at age 65. I understand that at age 72, I have to start requirement of distributions. Sam, that's wonderful that you can quote these facts, but it isn't a plan especially not given the complexity of which you are severely underestimating being as though you have 1.9, not in the tax-free bucket, not even in the taxable bucket, not even allocated among the all three buckets, you have 1.9, 95% of which is made up of tax-deferred money. So one of the things that we had to do certainly was to put together a plan, right? So Sam is only going to gain control of his circumstances by having a plan. Right now, things don't look good for him because he can't answer some very basic questions. Can I retire? He can't answer that. Will I run out of money? He doesn't know that. Will I be able to get into the 0% tax bracket? Will I be able to achieve financial freedom? It seems like Sam doesn't know any of that and that's a problem. So, as we prepare for break, I have asked Sam to complete an exercise for me. And so, I've asked him in this stage, in the accumulation stage, right, where basically we're talking about earned income, I've asked him to take his paycheck, his portfolio, and his 1040, and to put them side by side. And so, I know that it's hard to see the correlation between all three of those in the accumulation stage, especially when you're living off of earned income, i.e. your paycheck, as opposed to unearned income. But I've asked him to do a little exercise for me. So, if the portfolio had a value according to the statement of $1 million, I would ask him to X that out, right, and put 600000 If the portfolio value as according to the statement was $1.5 million, I would say X that out and put $900,000. And if in Sam's case, the portfolio value was $1.9 million, I have said to Sam, let's X that out and let's put $1,140,000 because that's the real value of the account. 
Now that we've divided the portfolio into the 60-40 split and we've identified the 60% that's actually belonging to you, let's do something else. Let's decrease that by 30%. And in particular, let's do that in the year before you retire. Let's do it in the year you retire and let's do it in the five years for each of the five years after you retire. You can imagine that this is not making Sam happy right about now. And so let's be clear. We're going to put together three different scenarios. Scenario number one is going to be a basic plan. It's going to be having Sam maintain status quo and use the 4% rule. And we'll get into that in the second half. Scenario number two is going to take a safety approach versus a probability approach, but we're not going to address taxes. And then scenario number three, we're going to take the safety approach over the probability approach, and we're going to address that nasty IRS lien that Sam has against those funds. Now, let me say this. This is not about telling Sam what to do. This is about Sam having the necessary math, analysis, and most of all, a plan to place him in control. Because what we have said would be most beneficial is to have Sam go to work because he wants to, not because he has to. That's the whole idea of financial freedom. So as we go to break, my question would be, what exactly would it mean if Sam were actually in the first category, outright termination? I have to say to you, this is America. Your employer will play mind games with you. Why? Because they can, okay? Because the assumption is that you need your job and the employer does the controlling and yes, you are the one being controlled. I'll say it again. This is America. Your partnership with Uncle Sam is real. In no other instance do you blatantly dismiss legal encumbrances against your assets and call it reality. No one dares miss six mortgage payments and proclaims that there are no consequences and that the mortgage company doesn't have an encumbrance that allows them to foreclose. So if that's the case, why do we fake the reality that we have with the 401k? So I said at the beginning of the show, Sam has been given a couple of different options, none of which he's particularly excited about. Our goal is to find a solution to the uncertainty that Sam is facing And our goal is to make sure that Sam does not remain a person in fear, but to the contrary, Sam will be a person, I shall say, who is in control. Now, it's going to cause Sam to do a bit of math and analysis. We'll do that for him. Ask him a question. Sam, are you ready to break up with Wall Street, at least for a portion of the portfolio? And number two, are you ready to break up with Uncle Sam? Because after all, this COVID-19, this working from home, this has been a wake-up call. I dare say it's been a wake-up call in which Sam has even had to question the fact of the lack of liquidity that he has. And one of the questions certainly that we have for Sam, that we have for everyone, do you have enough liquidity to last this pandemic and even another pandemic? Well, these are all questions that we're going to address in the second half of the show. So I'm going to say, before we go to break, you've been listening to another episode of Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. I am your host, Karen Scott Mims, tax attorney, registered investment advisor, representative, accountant, estate planner, and certainly my absolute favorite role, private wealth and tax strategist. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. 
Of all the questions you get asked every day, this is one you shouldn't ignore. How much money in your 401k or IRA is actually yours? Not what its current value is, but how much of it will end up in your pockets, not the government's. Remember, you still might owe taxes on that money. And how about tax efficiency? Are you overpaying or are you keeping every dollar you're entitled to? Look, I know it's confusing, it's complicated, and it definitely isn't fun. That's why Harbor Point Wealth Management works to help make sure you aren't paying more in taxes than your fair share. They have a complimentary report to help make sense of taxes and how they can impact your retirement. Get it today. It's your money. You deserve to know what's at stake. Don't do the IRS any favors. Get your complimentary tax report from Karen Scott Mims and Harbor Point Wealth Management today. Just text the word tax to 301-900-5758. That's the word tax. Text it to 301-900-5758. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Harbor Point Wealth Management are independent of each other. Welcome back to the Tax Smart Tax Zero podcast. And now, your host, noted tax attorney and private wealth strategist, Karen Scott Mims, Esquire. Welcome back to the second half of Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. I am your host, Karen Scott Mims. Thank you so much for joining us in the second half of the show. Well, you know, in the second half of the show, we like to call this uh, tax liabilities and loopholes. We like to talk about how to legally, ethically, and morally disinherit Uncle Sam as the primary beneficiary of your 401k, 403b, 457, TSP, or IRA. And as a tax attorney, you can only imagine that I have a different focus as to what it means to have tax-efficient retirement planning. Number one, we have to create and maintain tax-free wealth. And number two, we have to do so in a 0% tax bracket. Now, in the first half of the show, I introduced you, of course, to Sam and Susie and their next-door neighbors, Average Joe and Jane, all of them middle-class millionaires. Sam, of course, was the focus of our attention because it was the awful dilemma that had been presented to him by his employer that was causing him a great amount of fear. And our goal was to educate and empower Sam so that he did not have to feel fearful of his environment. And so we worked out a plan in which Sam was able to take control over his investment portfolio. He was able to take control over his tax liability and his goal of financial freedom was met such that work or rather employment was on his own terms and not that of his employer. So how did we do that? Well, first we had to introduce two concepts. The first is the idea of time segmentation and the second is the idea that the type of account versus the investment within the account are two totally different concepts. So for example, as a general rule, whatever kind of investment you use in a tax deferred account is going to result in ordinary income. So in other words, for tax deferred accounts, the type of investment can't override the tax status. We'll talk about that. We'll make sure that you understand that. The bottom line, is that we took a safety approach 
rather than a probability approach, right? Which meant we discarded the 4% rule. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. And then the second thing that we did is that we had to take a different approach, a different methodology, if you will, when it came to, right, the whole idea of zero is my hero, which means the 0% tax bracket. And by the way, when we talk about the concept of zero is my hero, we're talking about a 0% tax bracket, a 0% income tax bracket, a 0% capital gains, 0% estate tax bracket, 0% excise tax bracket, and 0% inheritance bracket. And so let's talk exactly what we needed to do in order to make this happen for Sam and to solve his problem. So we talked before just a little bit about the 4% rule, right? It's a probability approach, which is problematic for many different reasons, the least of which is the idea of sequence of returns. Now, you might say, how come sequence of returns never mattered in the accumulation stage? Well, simple, because in the accumulation stage, your goal wasn't a comfortable retirement. In all honesty, your goal was a number. You wanted to have a million dollars at retirement, and you always assumed that losses and gains were basically going to equal out, and you were going to be able to achieve your goals. You also had the idea that losses had an adequate time for recovery, so if they happened, it really didn't matter. I will say to you that in the first half of the show, Sam kind of explained that he had a 30% loss in the portfolio earlier in the year in March. On a $1.9 million portfolio, 30% means that he lost $570,000. One of the things that we wanted to do is we wanted to, to the contrary, we wanted to set a floor, which means we wanted to limit his losses, and we wanted to, believe it or not, set a ceiling because we wanted to limit the gains. Why did we want to do that? Because when you try to have a higher rate of return, you end up taking more risk than necessary. And quite often, because we don't understand financial and investment concepts, we take risk for which we're not being compensated. So that was very important that we address that. So in our last few minutes that we have left, let's talk about this idea of time segmentation. What does this mean? Well, instead of having one bucket and using the 4% rule, we split Sam's 1.9 into three buckets. So we had bucket number one, which is for the first five years, bucket number two, which was for years six through 10, and bucket number three, which was for years 11 and beyond. Clearly the last bucket was the growth bucket, but the two buckets for years one through five and six through 10, they were obviously designed to have us take a more conservative approach to the first 10 years in retirement. And so we had to ask, what are the criteria? What are the most important, three most important traits of the investment that we needed to utilize in those buckets that were going to cover us for years one through 10. So here are those three important traits. Number one, is it specifically designed to meet our target? And our target was only 5%. Why do we care that it needed to meet the target? Because if we took more risk than necessary, trying to meet a higher target, we had more opportunity for loss. Criteria number two, does it have a floor? So in other words, all of the buckets we felt needed to have some kind of floor. 0% floor, meaning that we had no losses whatsoever, 
Or maybe for the third bucket, maybe we had a 10% floor, right? And so that was very important. A 10% floor meant that no matter what happened, we weren't going to suffer any more losses than 10%. That was a floor. That's what we mean by setting a floor, right? And then the third criteria that we had to ask ourselves was, does it allow Sam to lock in the gains, right? So in other words, if Sam gets a statement on December 31st and the statement says, hey, by the way, for this year, you earned 5%, does he start January 1st with all of that being at risk? Two options, earn the 5% and keep it all, right? So January 1st of the next year, whatever you earned the prior year is safe. Or does he try to earn like 20%? The gains aren't locked in. So on January 1st, not only does he run the risk of losing the 20% that he earned the prior year, he could lose, right, up to 40%. Those are two different solutions, different methodologies. Obviously, the latter is too aggressive for Sam. And so the reason that we also use this three bucket strategy is because in that last bucket, which is the bucket for years 11 and beyond, we set that bucket to earn a fixed 8% rate of return. Why is that so important? Well, simple, because if we use the rule of 72, that means that If we earn a fixed 8% rate of return, it takes us nine years in order to double the money. So now haven't we with this strategy, in effect, used money in years one through 10, but we've also set bucket number three, such that bucket number three is going to grow at 8% and rule of 72, once again, is going to allow us to have nine years in order to double that money. Of course, you're listening to another episode of Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. I am your host, Karen Scott Mims, tax attorney, registered investment advisor, representative, estate planner, accountant, and certainly my absolute favorite role, private wealth and tax strategist. So our show for today is entitled Blueprint of a Safe Money Millionaire, We said that in the beginning of the show, Sam had a very unfortunate dilemma. His employer had stated to him, remember, it was either one third of the employees were going to be terminated outright, one third of the employees were going to stay on board, but they were going to have 50% less salary, and then one third of the employees were going to be furloughed for about nine months with the hope that when they came back, the only reduction in salary they were going to have was 25%. Well, as I said, none of those none of those choices was satisfactory to Sam. And we realized from talking with Sam that it was really the fear that was taking over him. But you know what? Here's the deal. Once we put together a plan where Sam actually knew what was going to happen, when he actually knew that, you know what, it really didn't matter because even though he was age 62 and he had always planned that retirement was not going to happen until age 65, it really didn't matter what his employer said because when we made this plan, we mapped out every single month for Sam. We took what we call an approach to tying it all together, tax investment and estate planning. We tied it all together And we put together a plan in which Sam could retire now if he wanted to at age 62. But most importantly, 
if Sam didn't want to retire, right, which by the way, we were never trying to tell Sam what to do. We just wanted for Sam to have answers to some very basic questions so that he can be in control. Once again, it was about having financial freedom and having Sam have freedom to decide whether or not he wanted to work or not work. In other words, it was employment on his own terms. So with that being said, and you might ask, I know I didn't have a chance to get to what did we do in order to get the tax allocation, right? Tax diversification that we needed to do. A lot of times we talk about asset allocation. We act like that's the most important thing. It's not, right? It's the tax diversification. And so we don't have time to go into all of that. I tell you what, I'll make a webinar. If you'd like to listen to the webinar or participate in that, then um, you can give us a call. The number is 866-621-6660. Or you can go to the website or you can send an email, quite frankly, to info at taxsmarttaxzero.com. The bottom line is that we went through the tax planning in order to get Sam out of the tax deferred status and into the tax free and into the taxable status. Because what did I say at the beginning of this show, right? What did I say at the beginning of this half of the show? As a general rule, whatever kind of investment you use in a tax deferred account, it's going to result in ordinary income. And the type of investment can't override the tax status. So we had to do some extra planning there. That's okay. That was all part of the customized tax analysis report that we provided to Sam. So in the last few minutes that we have left, I will say to you, if that is a report that you'd like to have, your very own customized tax analysis report, once again, you can give us a call. The number is 866-621-6660. It was very beneficial. It gave Sam the ability to understand how we went from tax deferred to tax free. And most of all, it gave him the ability to understand and to have peace of mind. One of the things you have to ask yourself, do I want to be right, which is what you need to be if you're keeping all of the money in the portfolio and taking the 4% rule approach, or do I need to have a swan life, right? Sleep well at night. So, oh golly wally, where does the time go? Thank you so much for listening today. It's been another episode of Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. I'm your host, Karen Scott Mims. Thank you so much for joining us. Barbara, if you've joined us, get back to work. This concludes another episode of the Tax Smart Tax Zero podcast. Get ready to create tax-free wealth and start on the path to the 0% tax bracket. To receive your Tax Smart Tax Zero toolkit, you can reach us by telephone at 866-621-6660 or text the word TAX to 301-900-5758 or send an email to tax at taxsmarttaxzero.com. Want to attend our virtual seminar, Guide to Tax Minimization, Estate Planning, and Passive Real Estate Income? Text the word SEMINAR to 301-900-5758. Send an email to seminar at taxmarttaxzero.com and we'll register you and also keep you updated of all future virtual seminar dates and times. Don't forget to visit taxmarttaxzero.com and on our YouTube channel. There, you can like us and subscribe to learn more about our tax study group, Zero is My Hero, or attend our upcoming webinars. Follow us on Facebook and as always, sign up for 
for our monthly tax newsletter and divorce Uncle Sam as the primary beneficiary of your wealth. Join us next week for another episode of Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. 